The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Let's have some fun V talking about self-care and relationships or self-care in relationships or what the f- <laughs> what the fuck is this in relationships? That's a um, big old question mark. <laughs> and, and, enlighten me, please. This is not something I'm great at. Something Ooh. like looking after yourself in a relationship or trying to or Audience, I have no idea where this segment is going to go, but it'll be fun and interesting, so buckle up. (laughs) Well, I guess for me, I, as I came into my own, I kind of understood that while self-care was for me, maybe too, I was kind of doing it to grab the attention of the opposite gender. I am a cishet female. I'm attracted to men, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so you can always call me V. <laughs> we'll chat. We'll chat. <laughs> um, so I understood that a little bit of it was performative. Hmm. You know, of course, again, all for me, but also to get a little bit of traction right. for attraction because yeah. men look. People yeah. look, not just men, women too. They mm-hmm. be looking too, and they may or may not say anything. I've had one or two say some things. But... <laughs> and it's been interesting. It caught me off guard, but you know, it was what it was. I'm like, okay, girl. I try and be a little more subtle these days, though. You do know that. <laughs> Understandably so. <laughs> um, so it's almost, when you're in a relationship, it's almost kind of performative and well, what does he like? What does he want? Well, baby, and they're going to tell you, baby, this is what I like, especially with lingerie and things. This is what I like. I bought this for you. I want you to wear this. So there's that piece of it, but then you have to carve out a little piece for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm wearing this today. I don't care whether you like it or not. I know you're my partner, my husband, what have you, but Mm -hmm. I like this. The colors may be weird and things may be mismatched or whatever, but I like this and this is how I look today. Yeah. And on the flip side of that is a narcissist partner where they're going to mandate that you be very performative for them. Okay. And that's abusive and that needs not to take place. That's a whole other thing um, as far as relationships go. And in dating, you're even performative because you're going out on a date. You want to look your best. You think you're looking your best. And then you get on the date and they're like, and it's like, then they'll tell you what they like. And then mm. you feel like obligated to do that. And, or you come to the point where we're probably not going to date because this is how I dress. I don't mind acquiescing sometimes. It's like, all right, yeah. well, he likes turquoise. And I think <laughs> I look terrible in turquoise. But hey, babe, I'm going to do it okay because you like it. <laughs> Oh, I don't really like that type of lingerie, but because you like it and it turns you out of case, it's not going to be on Mm -hmm. long anyway, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So those are the compromises in relationships, marriages, but you also really have to be true to yourself. 
Oh, yes. And then you do have the partners who will pay for you to get your hair and nails done and buy mm -hmm. outfits and things. And that's always appreciated because yeah. it seems like they're agreeing with your autonomy. As right. long as it yes. makes you feel good, makes yes. you look good, and they think you look good to them. Here, baby, go do your nails and get your hair done. Okay. Then you come back and you're like, well, how do you like it? Because, you know, you want, again, to please them a little bit, but really for you. Oh, yeah. baby, I like it. Cool. You know, mm -hmm. now whether they really mean it or not, they just want to, <laughs> you know, fluff mm -hmm. you away. That's another conversation. What, so, you mean guys do that? <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dating and relationships. Oh, it's, yes. Whew, it's such a twisted road to travail. It, you know, I desire yeah. a partner, but it's so difficult. And it's especially difficult depending upon the package you're in. Yes. Because then people want to throw in your face preference, right? But preference more than likely turns out to be prejudice, and we need a whole other conversation on that. Yep. And then again, they're dictating your self care, how you yeah. look, and how you present. Well, I don't like you if you weigh so much, or if you wear this or that. Mm -hmm. I only like girls who dot 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 or women this that and the other. It's a whole other thing when you're getting into that realm. Yeah. Because I have had men love my voice. And just off the strength of my voice, they're like, oh, you, you've got to be hot. Well, what is hot to you? Hot right. to you might be somebody in a magazine or an Instagram model. And I'm neither of those things. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a guy. He was like, oh, I didn't listen to you or read your profile. I just went off the strength of your voice. And he was like, well, give me okay. a picture. Send me a picture. Send me a picture. Send me a picture. I don't want to really talk more to you unless you send me a picture. Of course, that didn't go well. Hmm. And that's just really pathological and disorder thinking. You're just going off the strength of my voice that, oh, you think I'm a hot, 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 conventionally attractive chick. Then right. when you get my picture, you're like, oh. Hmm. Again, disordered thinking. A yeah. lot of guys really do think that if she's got a, a sexy voice. Well, I'm going to say this. I am a sexy and sensual person. Mm -hmm. Now, the outer may not match what you think I should look like as a sexier, sensual person yeah. in this body as a woman, but I am. So that's where the voice comes from. It mm -hmm. comes from a genuine place. If I weren't, then it wouldn't be, and guys wouldn't be all on me like, oh, I got to see you. I got to see you. Does, it, does the voice match the face? Get out of here with that. Right. So, you know, a lot of men, a lot of people think that they can regulate your self-care so they can feel some type of way. And a lot of them do. Yeah. But me, I'm going to do me, whether you like it or not. Again, I might acquiesce here or there because you like it and it turns you on and it pleases you, but I'm still going to ultimately do me. And I'm not going to be somebody who I can't be. I can't drop all this way overnight so you can feel okay about me as a person. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I can't do that. And even if I, when I get to that point, I'm not going to want to deal with you because you only see me as attractive if I do that. Mm -hmm. You so, know, yeah, there's a lot that comes with it. There is. I mean, I, I, I'll even add on top of that ambition, you know, mm -hmm. the last recent encounter, it was like, at first, it's like, yeah, I'm supportive that you're ambitious, but really, it's like, drop your ambition and you'll be fine. 
Like, no. <laughs> you know? I mean, and, and I like what you brought up about autonomy. Someone who appreciates that. And to me, that's going to be like the top and sexiest thing another person can do mm -hmm. is appreciate that, like, appreciate my autonomy and respect it. And I will, I will do the same for them. You know, so I, I identify as queer. I'm, I'm bisexual, but I use the term queer. Um, but I will speak uh, from the, I'll, I'll, street, I'll, I'll speak to a straight passing relationship because that is the only dating relationship I've had was with a, with a guy. And this is where, it, this, I, I lived with him for five years. We were together for about equal amount of time. It was a kind of a whirlwind relationship. And we, we did really get along, but had very different um, home life styles. And, and just, you know, he was, he was not ambitious and I was, and, you know, eventually we parted ways. But that kind of like kicked my self care, my self care up a bit because living with somebody, you know, I, I, I took the second bedroom and that became my walk-in closet because I needed a place where I could escape to, <laughs> especially if you had friends over or we were having a fight or I just, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. I'm like, I need to go into my walk-in closet. That's actually the spare bedroom <laughs> because I need my space. And and, and because of that, I realized I do better when I live alone. <laughs> so I've lived alone ever since. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I just, it, it taught me, so that relationship, that was, again, the only quote-unquote traditional relationship I've had, the only public one I've had that very few people knew about because <laughs> I wasn't that public with it. But it made me realize how easy it was for me to lose myself. Mind you, I didn't have a strong sense of self at that time. I had come off like the worst career crash of my life. I was like late twenties, you know, life begins at 30. So I was, I was in that kind of like, I feel something brewing, but I don't know what, and I want a boyfriend phase. So that's where, that's where I was at, at that particular time. And I immersed myself in this person's life, which meant my self care did change. I didn't have a strong sense of style. I didn't really know what I was doing in the world. And that was very hard coming off of knowing exactly where I wanted to be because I had my dream career for 10 years prior to that. And then that died out and I realized I didn't want to do it anymore. So I was like all over the place. And I think that's when for me, that's when I get involved with guys like that, where they're like, because he had his identity. He was a decade older than I was and he had friends and was established. I mean, you know, for as much as he was going to be established and you just kind of go along with it. And like mm -hmm. what was self care wasn't a whole lot, but then I kind of found my footing again and realized I don't actually want to be here, stuck it out anyway, but you know, um, and then, and then I was like, I need to make myself a priority again because I am, I can't go along with your life. I can't be along with your family. I can't be along with your friends. Like once a year, sure. But I need to be Lenora again, and I got to figure out who Lenora is. And this is where I really pushed for self-care to the point where I was like going to get hotel rooms on the weekend because I'm like, I need my own space. And then eventually I moved out and then I've been living alone ever since. But but I, I'm going to say like for me, the, the relationship experience pushed me to really focus on the level of self-care I do now. And what happens is like, I you know, I've had companions since because I, I practice companionship more than I do dating and then you know I, I had a fling which resulted in a broken ankle not because it was physical like like the fight or anything it's just stuff um going along with someone else's suggestion to do a hike 
<laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, but but all of that made me realize, like, when I am considering somebody, whether it's a companionship or something casual, whatever, um, I I do put my self care first, and I explain what level it is. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious now. Like, I'm I'm public about what I do, so anyone that knows me for any like a week will kind of get that <laughs> like, I, I do make myself a priority but because of that I'm able to channel and do things for other people I'm I'm at the top of my game when I can practice self-care I have yet to figure out how to have a relationship <laughs> with somebody else like an intimate relationship that this that's beyond sex like I'm I, I have good friendships um I haven't I'm in this weird phase of like how do I build something with somebody else that that doesn't and I doesn't have to be traditional because I'm not a traditional girl but how do I do that without giving up my self-care my autonomy and 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 not to um no, like I want to be mindful of the other person but there's got to be that understanding and respect like look this is right. how I operate and it's important to me because I've I've brushed it aside it's like, you know, you said it's it's easy to just kind of go, well, they like this and they like that. And and then you won't wake up one morning and you're like, no. <laughs> Who am I? Exactly. Who this? am I? And that that is also a terrible feeling I don't recommend. So, you know, and we all go through it. And it's not that it won't happen again. But now I do want to be mindful of when I'm even pursuing or even considering somebody in a, even, in, you know, honestly, at this point, even in a casual state. Yeah. Because ca casual still actually can go for a long time, which I'm totally cool with. But there has to be an understanding, like, especially at this point, like, I'm, I'm going into 40. You, I mean, you, you know better than I, the power you feel when you hit this age. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> and it's like, don't try and talk me into something less than what I deserve or what I'm worth or who I am. Like, I am not tolerating that anymore. If you are strong enough to stand beside me with that, great. If not, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're nice. You gave two fingers. <laughs> Some days it's like <laughs> the one. Yeah, the one. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and again, therein lies. Well, do you want me to be me, or do you want me to be who you want me to be? Yeah. And that's what I experienced being in a narcissistic relationship. Mm -hmm. Extremely performative. Yeah. It was overbearingly so. And I was uncomfortable most of the time. He was yeah. performative too because that was his baseline. So right. he wanted me to be what he wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. I had to have my hair done. I had to have my nails done. I had to look just so. But he mm -hmm. wouldn't pay for anything. Oh, Not that I expected him to, but he's like, you got to take care of that. Well, are you going to know? Yeah. So you don't want to get caught in that either. No, no. Uh, you know, and and I guess this is where like a self care journey is so it's so individualized, like everything else. But when you do realize like what is what is true, what is not, like you know, in my day to day life, I I don't wear a wig. I have my my natural hair, and you know, mm -hmm. I wear makeup. I'm always in a dress. I I I like to feel pretty in my day to day life. I hyper things up a little bit for camera, and I love it. It's it's great. But I'm you know, if if you're expecting me to show up somewhere in a wig. Unless it's for child-free media or a specific child-free event, then I will. But my day-to-day -day life, I don't, you know, I don't look like, I look like this, but not, not this much. Not and, so high like, film. Pardon? 
not not as high film when you're exactly just exactly I, I again i'm i'm I, I always like feeling pretty and i like how i look without the wig um so and and i, I make that clear because i've had that question before too it's like well <laughs> do you wear wigs all the time no i don't uh because it's it's for different things but just just being yourself and being able to show up as yourself before anything happens in the relationship space. I mean, this is wh where I'm at. And I'm someone that, like, I haven't had a companion for a year. I've actually been celibate for a year. Uh, at the time of this recording, by the time this go airs, that could change. Who knows? <laughs> you never Probably know. quicker for you than me, but anyway. Um, you never know. You never know. Uh, I was, oh, was going to say something really raunchy, but I'm so not going to. I was like, when are we meeting for coffee? <laughs> Sorry, he's like, why are you hitting on me? Um, <laughs> hey, it's nice to hey, I'll accept it at this point because I mean, but, as but, I told somebody, the choice cuts that I've been getting on the menu <laughs> makes me want to fast again. Seriously, I, I, you know, I and I, I am the I am the worst for so many things when it comes to this department. Like I was saying the the other day, so I'm like, I've got no game whatsoever. Like I. The minute I like somebody, I shut down. I just, I don't know how to deal. Like I get, if I'm pursued, I can say yes or no. But if someone catches my attention, I have no idea what to do with it. I have no idea how to act. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I've, I'm get, I'm getting better. Recently, I kind of figure out what to do with one person, but like, I just normally am absolutely a mess. So still learning which is that is that sad at the age of 40 but whatever no I mean, I, again i bring it up to my upbringing like look i I was supposed to be married and have kids at 18 so you know i didn't i didn't pursue the opposite gender until 26. Mm -hmm. females fine with but that's again like i said earlier i'm still figuring out my sexuality i mean i know it's okay. but <laughs> yeah it's, it's constantly okay. evolving um but Back to self-care. We're like, how do we figure out our relationships in an episode? <laughs> you can't. I think I think putting yourself, again, putting yourself first. And I kind of look back to my parents because my parents had a very strong friendship, a strong partnership, a strong marriage. And I always held that. That is one thing that I admire my parents for, was their dedication and devotion and genuine for each other. Genuine connection for each other, with each other and feelings for each other. And I know that there was a lot of compromise on both their parts. See, by nature, I do not want to compromise. I will compromise in a collaboration, <laughs> in a business, absolutely. But personally, maybe because I have not compromised with the right person. There is that. If you get with the right person, you know? you're willing to do whatever they want. Well, not whatever. Well, well, but you, more... Wait, wait. Not, not quite that far. <laughs> not Hang quite whatever. Because <laughs> you, you do want the other person to be happy you want them to feel good and like yeah. it's a, it's a mutually beneficial thing you know yes. and i feel like like where i'm at right now and and i this is something i'm i'm still working through internally but you know i i do put myself first i put my care first because it helps me show up for the childbirth community it helps me show up for my friends my family you know i could i'm a better person when i know i'm feeling okay and then and there are going to be days where i'm not feeling okay and i still have you know i still choose to show up but when it comes to you know, 
being in a, a a partnership or companionship or whatever, like some sort of so I'll say an intimate relationship, whatever because that means whatever it means to you. Um, I know what it means to me. And I, I do want the other person to feel good, but I don't want to diminish. First, first of all, I'm at the point where I'm not going to diminish myself to make someone else feel better. Exactly. Never if I get a certain, and this is what happened the last time, then the minute I have an inkling that I have to make myself smaller, and I don't mean mm-hmm. size wise, I just mean like I've got a big personality, but I know where I like, I know where I want to go in life. I know where I, I feel I know where I can go in life. I will not for a second diminish that for anybody. Exactly. Nor should you have to. No, exactly. And if somebody starts making you feel that way, or they're asking you to, mm-hmm. it's time to cut it off. Like, nope. Yep. I mean, you can bring it up to them and say, hey, I'm feeling like you want me to make myself small. Can we yep. talk about this? Yeah. And unfortunately, that was kind of something in my former marriage. But mm-hmm. that's another <laughs> another but, um, topic. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I like again, that's like accepting of yourself, realizing what you have to offer to me that that's like appreciating and acknowledging to yourself is also self care because again you are honoring yourself and that's the whole point of self care so if we have to ignore that to have a relationship i tried that once no maybe i think i've tried it more than once if i'm really honest with myself I don't like how I feel and it, it doesn't help anybody because they feel miserable because I'm miserable and when I'm miserable, like I'm fine most of the time, but when I'm miserable, well, you do not want to be around me. So like, Same. You know, <laughs> it's just, it, and, and then I, I kind of lose respect for the other person and who wants to be in that relationship, you know, like exactly. I, I want to, if I'm going to be a, a, a partner of sorts to somebody, I want them to feel as good as I feel with them, because it's 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 got to be equal that way, right? And so, Agreed. part of that is being able to be myself and, heck, to be honest, live alone. <laughs> I, can, I can be a good friend and lover when I have my own personal space, <laughs> you know. You no, know, I, I understand, right? <laughs> and and I think I think we've been like when it comes to relationships, like I know I know what society tells us, what you know, in my case, what religion told me, which is like deny yourself. <laughs> it's all about denying yourself and then of course what hollywood tells us which that will be a whole other segment (laughs) and i love and i love movies i I do um but you know i and especially again you know we we're female so it's just it's exhausting sometimes v have you have have you ever felt that way (laughs) just look at my face (laughs) guys if you're listening to this on podcast please go to youtube and look at v's face right now um, I get tired all the time, and that's why I've taken a hiatus from dating. Two and a half years, I really, really just got back into it, and I'm already tired. And I'm like, oh, I barely started talking to guys again. Yeah. And now it's it seems even can it be even worse <laughs> over the last two and a half years? And I know that a lot of, unfortunately, men are desperate. They A lot have become more desperate because a lot mm-hmm. more women are, again, giving into their and looking into their autonomy. And they're like, I don't yeah. care what you like. This is me. And if you yeah. reject me, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So they're not getting the women that they think they deserve. Right. And so a lot of guys are just desperate for something and they're being weird and they don't know how to talk to women. Man, what 
when did this happen? It's like you can't even just have a decent conversation I, without yeah. bringing sex into it or talking about something weird or honing in on my body to make sure it's acceptable. These guys are weird. You know, it, I, I'm going to say it's really rare. And this has been a recent experience where you can uh, interact with someone of the opposite gender who is like equally single as you, but they do not objectify you. And therefore you don't objectify them. You may be privately thinking all sorts of things, but like, that's been a, it's a very rare experience that I have where I don't feel, I mean, look, there are times where you want to be objectified. Come on. Like, sure. It's, yeah. There's but a time and place for it. There exactly. But when it's, when that's the only thing I have learned if, again, from experience, it's like, all right, well, if this is what we're leading with, then it's not going to go very far. And sometimes that's totally fine. That's all I'm looking for. Totally fine. But it is nice when you do meet somebody that actually sees you for who you are, not what you look like, sees what you are doing and, and can respect that in their way, you know, because, and then, because, because at the end of the day, that's, that's what I want to do to somebody else. I mean, I'm a visual person too, like, you know. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I don't, I don't, um, ignore attraction to somebody else, but at the end of the day, like, you just get tired of that whole game, especially like when you've been dealing with it your whole life. And it's, it's like, yeah. you know, cause, cause we can, we can validate ourselves, but I think, I mean, and this is really an interesting time and I don't, I don't have much of a dating history. I I've ignored so like for most of my life, to be honest, and it's just, and that's been a coping mechanism. I mean, I'll I'll be real, like that has been it's been self preservation. I just don't know what to do with it. A lot of it has to do with upbringing. A lot of it has to do with my sexuality and not sure what to do with that, you know. And I've only been open, like publicly open, about being queer in the last two years. So you know, it hasn't necessarily changed anything, but I, well, no, it has. It's, it's strengthened my ability to express myself and realizing, like, you know, I, it doesn't mean I need one thing or the other. It's just, it's, it's complex. And sometimes I don't know how to handle that in certain situations. So it's like, you know, uh, it, it's, it's kind of a lot. Um, anyway, you know, it's just, yeah, we're, humans are complicated. <laughs> yeah and it would be nice if i could pair up with one where there's mutual attraction intelligence mm -hmm. and shared morals values and goals that align yeah. but being see being child free and agnostic atheist and a fat dark-skinned black woman in this world yeah. in this country it can be difficult and then there are those, well, if you believe in self-care, just lose weight. I'm not going to even speak to that because that is really no. what a lot of people believe. They think, oh, well, that's the only thing that you need to resolve. Then your dating life won't be difficult. Then you can find somebody. It's not even all about that. Because just as much as the other person wants to be accepted, so do I. And... You know, okay, so that that mentality that you just described, I mean, there's a there's a lot of mentalities out there that need to be changed. <laughs> it's Agreed. gonna be a tall order. When realistically, like how is it by having more of these conversations and saying, look, this is actually what 
we experience or I experience, like, I, I don't know if that would change it, but like, I, I'm, I'm try, I try and find a solution. Not, not in the sense of like finding you somebody, but just like, because, you know, my, I, I've had experiences different, but like when it comes to how like my appearance is, it's something I have battled too, you know, for different reasons, but still there. And it still makes me uncomfortable and, you know, I mean, I, I largely accept myself, but you know, I, I don't fit like a certain image either, you know, and it's like, it, it is a challenge and I don't talk about it much. Um, I, I don't feel the need to necessarily, but it is there, you know? Yeah. And so sometimes I, it's, it's, and to be honest, it's mostly me saying I'm not good enough mm -hmm. for how I look, you know, I'm short, I'm not skinny. I'm not like, I'm, I'm fine with my appearance for the most part. But because, like, I was, I've, I've always looked differently. I've never fit in with people my age. Like, I developed early. I'm biracial, and that comes with its own set of things. And, you know, how kids respond to you when you've got the body of an adult in grade six <laughs> and you're not white and you grow up in white communities, like, all those things have snowballed into, while I'm mostly confident now, there's still those wounds. And I, you know, I, again, I, wish I were tall, white, and really thin, <laughs> but I'm very not. <laughs> but, but because I have that image too, of like, that's what somebody I like, that that's what I automatically assume that's what they want. So I'm projecting some sort of feeling onto that person when they've never given me an indication that that's what they're interested in. That's just right. my projection. So I still do deal with that. I do. And so, you know, it's, God, it's complicated. It <laughs> what is. Else to say about it? There is that fine line between am I projecting or is this how they're really treating me? Right. And sometimes, right. maybe in some cases, there has been projection. But then I've known, you know, if I've sent a picture or if I describe myself that, yeah, they don't like my right. outer package. Yeah. They're just interested in, well, what do you look like? Are yeah. you acceptable? Yeah. So yeah, nine times out of ten, it's really not projection. It really is they reject yeah. me based upon how I look, or based mm -hmm. upon how they think I should look. And if right. that doesn't match, they couch it in preference. But yeah, usually it's not. So yeah. And and I I think like again for females like we're not allowed to or we we're not supposed to talk about the reality of what we go through when it comes to mm -hmm. relationships or dating or mm -hmm. or let's forget that. Let's just say attraction. Oh man. Let's say let's just say attraction. Forget the relationship element cuz cuz most of the time it's like just it's not even getting to that part. We got to talk about the attraction thing because and and, and that's yeah, society's really fucked us up. <laughs> it is with that one because why is it okay for you to reject me because you're not attracted to me, but I can't reject you if I'm not attracted to you. Right. And it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. But have no qualms about telling me you're fat and ugly or ew or I, they ghost me after they see my picture. Yeah. But if they send a picture and I don't like the way they look, I guess you don't like me. Well, what's the problem? I'm a nice guy. <laughs> oh, would she lay? I just. So. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, like what? What's my self care question with all of this? <laughs> as, a, as a way to don't wrap get into this a relationship. No, 
look, that's look, not it. I know. Look, I'm just well, well, no, but but you're. I mean, you're not wrong because there are times where we have to step away from this whole disaster of whatever this is and say, look, I'm just going to be on my own. I this is where I realize having companions. Like if I spark with somebody and we're like, I can't commit to you and a family. Like I can't do that whole girlfriend thing, but we can hang out and care about each other and support each other in our way, and it's genuine. That has been a form of self-care for me, do it going through relationships. Like I had the same companion for six years. We were not exclusive. We were able to, you know, see other people and whatever. Um, and and we we would check in and talk about it. Everyone's like on the up and up because that's just how it works, at least with me. And that that really was a form of self-care because it became for me, I, I I could I could maintain myself, my presence, and I enjoyed interacting with that other person. We just showed up as we are, and that that's where I'm at now. I'm like, oh, okay, I can show up as I am. They can show up as they are. However, we go through this thing, whatever this is, that I like, and that to me is self care. How I'm practicing self care in the relationship because I'm not stopping what I'm doing for anybody so you know important can i just show up as myself and you not freak out about it yeah exactly i wish that i could really find another person like that well i have i've discussed with you that i was i found someone like that mm -hmm. but you know they're in a situation where it would be the amb the ambition and things are off and i would i i think i would feel more like a caretaker and i don't want to do that yeah but, you know, I haven't found anybody to just allow me to show up as I am in my current state right. instead of trying to fix me or change me or say, nah. Yeah. You know, and I get that that's hard to do when you're not on the conventional scale of attractiveness. I get that. But, and I'm not calling myself ugly by any means. Please don't, please don't misunderstand me. Mm -hmm. but you know there are a lot who see this and they're like no but i'm beautiful regardless of what you think um and so i just want to show up and be me just like they're allowed to show up and be them right yeah you know yeah no i think it's i mean it's <sighs> nothing really i can add to that because that's 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 exactly where we all need to be you know it's like that's at the end of the day that's that's what it is and we can't control anything, <laughs> which is yeah. someone that wants to, <laughs> you know, I mean, we can control that we show up as we are. We what I meant is like, it's hard to, you know, we can't. We can, yeah, we can do the self-care and everything and put on the clothes and everything like that. But that doesn't still guarantee that even showing up as we are, we'll still be accepted. But I'm no. still going to, I'm going to express myself how I want to. I guess... We have to do another conversation about that. Showing up as ourselves and not being accepted. Because that that that's a reality too. Yeah. You is. know, and and I have I guess actually I'll we'll kind of end on this note, but um I I I have had to tell myself, and I still have to tell myself, like that can be a, that that may very well be a reality. Because I, and it's, it's more, it's more of like a personality thing for me because I realize like I, I could, I could play a certain role for a time, mm -hmm. you know, I, I could do that. I have done it. And I see a lot of people I know do that and they get that result that we all think we want. 
but I, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I don't, like, I, I'm not lonely. I don't feel lonely. Um, and as, you know, we talk about as child-free people aging and whatnot, I'm like, I'm okay if that's how, it, if, if I never find somebody that matches me in that regard, I'm not going to diminish myself at all i just i just can't do that anymore and agreed you know it, it's not it's not like the most comfortable feeling <laughs> because you, you you do want someone who appreciates you i mean yeah like i i am i am such an independent person it almost pains me to admit that that it is nice when you to have somebody that you know adores you for you and you can adore them for them yeah is 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 it a reality like does it happen it will it happen who knows? I mean, temporarily, <laughs> sure, sure, temporarily. Well, Long term, can, I've got no clue. Yeah, and it and it's it's again, it's not super comfortable to say that, but I am also like that might be the case. So, yeah, and at the age I'm at, I'm kind of like, what if it never happens? I'm still feeling a little ick about it, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, it may be a reality, but I feel like if I speak it, then yeah, it will be. So I don't really think about it or say it much. I do desire a partner, but it needs to be right. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.